Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We just got our blood work done. Yeah, we did. And our doctors asked us, what are we doing to have such great blood work? Yeah. And you know what we told them? ProCare. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We told them like, yeah, we take ProCare every day because they have a multivitamin that you can just take one a day. Yes, exactly. They have a capsule and a chewable form. And not only do they have vitamins, but they also have calcium Calcium chews. Oh, my God. They're so good. They're so delicious. It's like our own little sweet treat for the end of the night. It really is because they have the dark chocolate and they have the cinnamon roll. Yes. And I love the salted caramel and the dinner mint. All righty. We'll go to ProCareNow.com and use code OSLP at checkout to save some money. You guys ask us all the time, what is our favorite protein powder? Yeah, literally, we see this question every day. And the answer is always devotion. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I even use it this morning to make my own sweet treat for nighttime because it's just a a brownie batter pudding. And you literally just use one scoop and then milk or water. And then I use it every morning in my profi. It's so delicious. Oh my God. I want one right now thinking of it. Seriously, it's 20 grams of protein. So go get yours now at devotionnutrition.com and use code OSLP to save some money. Welcome Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast and this is Kelly. This is Maho. And as always, we like to remind you at the beginning of our episodes, go over to Patreon. It is patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive episodes you, you can, can get you can be watching this one early you could be watching this one early i have to say uh 10 days early yeah. to be exact and you could get episodes early mm-hmm. or you could join the world's greatest support group that's right the benchies the benchies um we have renamed the losers bench mm-hmm. the winners bench because we are no longer losers no we're not gonna call ourselves losers yeah no and so we are the winners bench and we like to refer to our uh little winners bench group it's actually not so little anymore um now we're as, up, to, up to 80 guys up to 80 people 80. in that group and we have two dudes and we we now have two we have two we're dudes. so excited we're so excited about that so, um and dudes, it is it's you're really welcome. yeah you, anybody's welcome uh we do we have a really great group of people that will answer questions we have our beloved admin tanya tanya who answers a lot of the questions faster than we can get to them yeah so amazing and she's so knowledgeable so knowledgeable so um we have her in there and we just really like want you to talk about whatever is in your life at that point so yeah because we're all there to help each other because we know that like some people don't have a support system yes or don't know anybody that's gone through it yeah you know don't so, have a very bestie no so now there is a whole group so for you guys to talk to exactly. so you don't have to worry yep. so go over there as soon as possible pause it come back if you want to yep, yep. Um, highly and, recommend you to pause and go over there yeah and then come back and go over to youtube so you can watch these things because mm-hmm. this drops every tuesday you get a brand new freaking 
freaking episode yep. on YouTube. So you just need to go over to the little little app button, guys. It just has a Y. Go get it. <laughs> Click on it. Type in our Sleep Life podcast and then hit subscribe and ring the bell so you get notified for all of those Tuesday drops. Yes, exactly. All, all right. right. So now that that is out of the way, we get to go into our wonderful guest that we have today. Yeah. She has become a instant follower fan follower i don't know what you're trying to say of ours and (laughs) she found us recently and she has been nothing but loyal and is trying to get our name out there as much as she can and she actually is an admin in her own facebook group yeah we're gonna talk to her about that and so we want to know how that is and uh yeah just hear more about her story so welcome on amber welcome Hello, it's so good to be here. Yay. Yay, we're so glad we get to pick your brain all about your story and your journey of how you got here. Yeah. So we always like to go back to the very beginning of when did your weight loss story start happening? When did it first start the weight become an issue for you? Yeah. And how did you handle that? Okay, so... um I have not always had, you know, a weight issue and mm-hmm. started, um, you know, as I got older, um, like whenever I was in college, of course, you know, you gain that uh, freshman 15, yeah. and, you know, just kind of be little, little things like that at first. Okay. Uh, but it really started um, once I got married and we decided to have a child okay. and we had some fertility issues. Mm. So it was about three years trying to have him and, um, with the fertility meds, uh, came a lot of weight gain. Yeah. And, um, were you doing the injections and things like that or? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can no, you... we had to do a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Oh, that's, okay. yes. that's rough on your body. Very. And your mind mentally, mm. you know, it's, it was just, um, you know, a hard time to always continue to see the, the negatives mm. each time. Mm-hmm. And, um, after I had him, I struggled, you know, losing the weight mm-hmm. also, um, you know, you become a mom and you kind of put, you know, all of your energy into your child and your family yeah. and uh, kind of put yourself last. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually on spring break with my family and my aunt told me about a new bariatric doctor that was coming to town. Oh, and, um, you know, like I said, I've been struggling, you know, with weight. Um, I would try, you know, the fad diets, the mm. potions, the pills, mm-hmm. like going to the gym, you know, every, every cycle that, you know, kind of the weight loss goes through and mm-hmm. you lose some, regain, regain more, mm-hmm. um, just tired of, um, you know, that cycle mm-hmm. and wanting to get healthier for not only myself, but for my son as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So how much so, did you gain oh, through the, uh, you know, the treatments and then, um, having your kid, the fertility issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gained, um, my heaviest was in the two sixties. Okay. Um, so it was, um, you know, overall 80, hundred pounds. Oh, wow. That's yes. a lot. Yeah. To that's do. significant. How tall oh, are you? I'm five, seven, five, seven. Okay. Right that's, in that mid range. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot to have to do with your body so quickly, mm-hmm. like that much weight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Were you seeing a lot of like hip problems, knee problems, anything like that? I was definitely having um, a lot of it in my knees. Mm-hmm. You know, they would make little crunchy sounds when oh. you're going up down the stairs. And okay. 
um, my back, you know, just when I woke up, I, w- I felt like I was, you know, a 90 year old person mm-hmm. and uh, just, you know, it wasn't healthy. I had high blood pressure, okay. I had sleep apnea, mm-hmm. um, high cholesterol. Were you wearing the mask and everything for the sleep apnea? You were. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 How long did you have sleep apnea before you started looking at surgery as an option? It was probably a year and a half, two years. Okay. Okay. All right. And then you heard about the new bariatric doctor and how long did it take you to contact them? (laughs) I heard about it and I contacted him that day. Oh, wow. And I got signed up for one of his first seminars. Okay. So I was in his first, you know, uh, first group. Um, He came from Florida. Okay. To our little town in Kentucky. Uh (laughs) Um, How big is your town? um, We've, I don't even, it's just, it's, one of the in Kentucky, it's probably the fourth largest city, but um, it's still not not huge. Not huge okay. um, but um, he has, you know, since became um, you know a center of excellence. So we have people from all over coming to him now. That's wow. fantastic. For my insurance, it was the six months is what I had to do. Okay. With my uh, regular doctor and uh, or with my family doctor. And we had to record, you know, certain information to turn in for insurance. And they helped you, you know, every step of the way so that you were, you know, had your best chance to get qualified mm-hmm. yeah. um, through health insurance. Because, you know, there are a lot of people that their health insurance, you know, doesn't cover it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, that's a, you know, um, it's a lot of money if you have to pay for it, self-pay. Oh, so it's expensive. Very yeah. expensive. It's, Luckily, I was able to, um, you know, go through that process and and learn some new habits Yeah, that I really needed to learn that um, I think most people probably know they need to do, mm-hmm. but you just kind of think, oh, you know, it'll, it'll happen. You know, I'll, I'll I can still lose weight. You know, I just need to work out. Mm-hmm. But it was just little things like putting your fork down, you know, in yep. between bites, mm-hmm. yep. um, the drinking water, um, before you eat, um, you know, to help kind of fill your tummy up a little bit, mm-hmm. parking a little farther away. Um, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you are, um, going out shopping yep. or taking the stairs, I mean, it's just those little things, uh, that helped me over that six months build good habits. Oh, mm-hmm. good. That's and also great. having a support system, which I know you guys talk so much about. Yes. Mm-hmm. What yes. was your support system? Like, what does it look like? So, um, my wife was of course, number one, um, in my support system through out everything. I mean, I could not have done it without her support. Uh, my son was extremely supportive, even though he's young. He's like I said, he's 13. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, I guess, 10 at the time. Okay. Um, once I talked to uh, my family and kind of explained my why and, um, more about the surgery because they didn't really know about it. Mm-hmm. Not, not a lot of people really in our area understand or knew about this surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they became more supportive. Um, you know, any, any kind of surgery is, you know, going into surgery is, you know, kind of scary, mm-hmm. but, uh, the risks of my health alone, are, you know, we're going to put me in the ground earlier. Yeah. Unfortunately, 
So I needed to do something to improve my life. Yes. How did you explain it to your son? Yeah. Being 10. Well, I mean, I I talked about, um, you know, my health and and health issues that I had. Mm -hmm. And this is something that would assist me so that I could be healthier, you know, for him. Mm -hmm. So that I could do more things with him because, you know, he would ask me to, you know, go on bike rides or, you know, go play basketball. And, you know, I just, I couldn't do a lot of those things Mm -hmm. for any length of time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our quality time was affected. Yeah. Uh, So I bet he was excited. He was, I don't think he really understood the whole, you know, everything Mm -hmm. that I was going through, but we've been always very open with him when it comes to, you know, anything. Yeah. So, um, he knew that, you know, I wouldn't do anything that would not be in, you know, my best interest or his best interest. So, um, but he was there, you know, every step of the way and, you know, the changes that we made at home with certain foods being here and not. Mm-hmm. The way we changed going out to eat, mm-hmm. you know, at first was very difficult for him, I but, guess. you know, he jumped on board and I mean, that says a lot for a child that young. Yes, for sure. I know it's really hard for them to wrap their minds around big changes. And mm-hmm. when you're making big changes of like, even, even as small as like, we're not eating out as much, like they're like, I don't understand mm-hmm. like, or, t- you know, not rewarding with food. It's, it's a hard concept to grasp sometimes i think for some kids absolutely so it's definitely like an ex uh conversation that needs to happen if you have children i think so because like the whole household changes yes like i mean it really should it like for for this journey to be successful, like we all kind of have to be on board. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent. Like I'm not going to make Dylan and Eric eat the same foods that I eat. No, you know, like, but we're all going to have one meal and we're all going to like, you know, pick off each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to make five different meals just because I have a different one. Like we're mm-hmm. going to make this work. And it's like, we're going to talk about it. Be like, Hey, mm-hmm. really? We should be eating more protein, buddy. Yeah. Hey, we really should be having more veggies. Like what mm-hmm. I was doing before actually wasn't right. And just be honest. Like, Hey, I was wrong mm-hmm. because I had to tell it to Dylan. I was like, Hey, yeah, I shouldn't have been eating these things. Mm-hmm. And now I know. And now I get to have a reset. So like, let's just start eating this way. This is so much easier, but it's tough because like Eric's a junk food junkie. So mm-hmm. like when they, when he goes out, he was rewarding with the, with the junk food. Mm-hmm. So I have to add a real that in. It's like, Hey, mm-hmm. but we can't do that. Let's do like shirts or let's go on a drive or mm-hmm. like, let's go because he's learning how to drive right now. So like take mm-hmm. him on a drive, let him mm-hmm. drive right now. Like figure out different reward systems is like mm-hmm. really like key for the children because yeah. we're so ingrained to be like, Oh, here's ice cream. Good job on your test today. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Or you did really good at school today. We're going to go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Like that's just yeah, as a family, we're going to go out to eat. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, we can still do our normal dinner. Maybe just like, I don't know, like talk about it more. Yeah. Really just talk about the success. Or play a board game instead of yeah. going out. Like, you know, like just the, it's the quality the time. time. It's not the food. Yeah. 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 So how, how, so you said six months, what was included in that? Did you do therapy? Did you do nutritionist appointments, support groups, any, all of that? All all the things. That's what we like to hear. Um, That was all part of it. Um, You know, before you had to get your your psych review Mm -hmm. um, approved. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was, you know, I've I've never, I mean, I go to therapy. That is something that 
I think is important. Um, you know, my child has been to therapy. We've all, you know, I've, and I'm a big um, advocate for that. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, we did have nutrition, nutrition classes. We had uh, support group meetings that we were to attend. Of course, all this was pre COVID mm-hmm. and um, pre, you know, the, of the zooms and Google yeah. meets and, and all that. So we got to do all that in person. Uh, which made said I think kind of nicer, um, you know, just being able to see and and talk to people, mm-hmm. you know, that have been through this because a lot of his nurses in his office actually had the sleeve. Oh, love okay. that! Okay, awesome. Yeah. And he, it was awesome because at the time that whenever I went for my consult right before surgery, he was having the nurses there do the pre-op diet. Oh. And, he wanted them to know what we were going through so that oh. they could be and talk to us about it. So that oh, was that's really cool. That's really cool because a lot of people don't understand how in like how hard that the two week liquid diet is. And I don't know if you had to do two weeks or yes, not. Okay. So a lot of people, especially support people, don't understand how hard that is. Yeah. You're you're giving up not only food for those two weeks, but after that two weeks, your entire life changes. And oh, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, and you have like it's just a whirlwind because you're like, OK, I'm just giving up food for two weeks. No, this that's that's not this is just the beginning of the of the uh, new world. The beginning of the next I was two gonna weeks. Say the beginning of the end, but that didn't but sound no, right. No, <laughs> no, but it well, is a big of, uh, tease and call it like your last meal the last meal before um and i had a friendsgiving because i love thanksgiving and my surgery was in october so i was you know thanksgiving was Mm going to be um you know barely time for me to really eat anything Mm -hmm. yeah yeah real food so um we did we had you know a lot of friends over and um had one of my favorite meals yay that's amazing that's i i highly recommend doing food funerals yeah because yeah. it really sets the tone of like, OK, I'm saying see you later to these things. And then you're not going into it being like, oh, I should have had one more meal. I should have had that that meal that I love because I'm not going to be able to have it for a long time. Yeah. Like you you're going in, you're saying goodbye and then you can move on from it. It's it's just yeah. like a bad relationship. Just break like, it off. Just, just break it off. <laughs> like you I'm going to I'm going to say you have sex one more time. <laughs> And no. then you're like, peace, I'm done. Like, and we're done. I'm going to leave and not come back. Because you know it's your last time. It's, you know when it's the it's, last when time. You know it's your last time. It's so much better. Yes. So much better. <laughs> oh, oh, man. My God. So good. Yeah, then you don't want it because you've already had it. Yeah, so you, you're you, good, you right? remember that last time. You're like, all right, that's all I needed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So when you, so you went through six months of it, did you do your therapy and everything like once every month? They have it like laid out the whole program. Um, You do certain things each month. Okay. So that hopefully once they submit all paperwork, you are, you know, ready to go um, and they could get you scheduled. Okay. Wow. So they were very, you know, had their system down pat from, uh, you know, when they had their office open in Florida and, um, wow. so I mean, it was just checking off boxes. So it was, right. it was pretty awesome that I, I actually like the idea of going in and being like, this is what's happening and then check it off one by one. And then you're mm-hmm. good to go. 
I like that. More streamlined. You can mm-hmm. be very, it's very transparent of what needs to get done. Yeah. There's no guessing. No guess. I like that. Mm-hmm. Did you have any like, um, like cold feet or anything right before? We've heard of people like kind of freak yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. It what happened? My last, yes. My last office visit, I was like, you know, um, I have lost some weight. Um, I don't know if this is really, you know, I, maybe I can just do it myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking to, you know, my wife and telling her, you know what, maybe, you know, I just don't really need to do this. And my uh, family doctor or she, you know, she said, what have you done in the past? Mm, yeah. Did you make it work in the past? Mm-hmm. And no, I didn't. And that's why I started this process mm-hmm. was to, help myself because what I was doing wasn't helping. Mm. And so I was where I was. It was my fault. I did this to Mm. myself and it was up to me to do what I needed to do to fix it. I love that you took ownership of it. Yeah. It's key because I think a lot of times it's easier to blame everything under the moon, under the sun. That's not uh, our fault. Yep. And we're just, you know, we blame it on, oh, I'm on medications. Oh, I was put on birth control too early and I just started gaining. I don't know why it couldn't be the five packages of cookies I have in my car. Mm -hmm. Like can't be any of that. It's not my fault. And I think through this process, you kind of slowly realize it. And I think that's why therapy is so important. Well, yeah, because like, so we're going to do a squirrel moment for a hot second. Okay. So we just got done and we went and saw Dion Cole. Yes. At the Revolution Hall in Portland. Yeah, he was really funny. And we got to meet someone that doesn't know us at all. Yes. Her, uh, Aria's friend, right? Yes. So we were telling her about the podcast. And when I straight up said her, I, when I should have told her, like, I was, a, I realized I was a food addict afterwards. Mm-hmm. And her eyes were just like, oh, shit. Like, Work like because I'll tell you like now it's like I'm fully open willing to be like this is what happens like I was acting like I wasn't doing anything wrong to myself but literally mm-hmm. I'm having like there's no reason to have the foods that I was having mm-hmm. like just like so much food like pounds of food yes it's right. insane yep and it's like I never you know until I got the surgery realized like oh I'm I just I totally did this all to myself yeah. Like 100%. Same for me. I I did not take ownership of it whatsoever until after therapy. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I did this to myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was the one that like I did it because I had no control over my life. So I'm shoveling, you know, Chips Ahoy cookies into my Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Like, seriously, people, this is what I did. It needs more. This is what I did at night. Like, (laughs) I had to have the Ben and Jerry's that already had crushed cookies in the the, mm-hmm. the ice cream and then i had to add more, more. Right. just to make it right yeah that's I what don't. we do to ourselves to make ourselves yeah. feel better and i'm like it's oh i don't crazy. have it yeah like i don't feel good so i'm allowed to have this yeah you're allowed to have a cookie kelly one cookie that's it not yeah. five in a ben and jerry's no 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 and so finally taking control of that i felt like I finally had control Mm -hmm. because I was admitting that I had no control. Yeah. And just like now I feel way more comfortable telling people when I'm wrong. Like I don't care at all. I'll tell you if I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I own it way more now than I ever have in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because of the surgery. It's made me feel like it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Nobody is right (laughs) 24 seven. It's okay to not know things like it's not a big deal. Like you can learn it. 
It's totally mm-hmm. fine. Absolutely. You know, and just be like, I own this shit. Like I fucked up. I had the food that I shouldn't be having. I was mm-hmm. like depressing all the food, like my emotions down with food. Mm-hmm. And now I can say that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And now we can move on and not make it a huge deal. And we can actually like live life and not focus so much on food all day long. Yeah. Do you think you had some food addiction? Things? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. And I think for years I told myself, um, you know, it's just because of, you know, trying to get pregnant and, you know, Mm -hmm. the fertility issues, it was the meds I was on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I did that a lot, you know, blaming other things. Um, and like you said, you know, through therapy and through Mm -hmm. just time and really Mm -hmm. reflection on yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you find that it, you know, we did do this to ourselves. We let ourselves eat things that we shouldn't, that are bad for us. And we had a bunch of it Mm -hmm. and, you know, we, we, a lot of our lives are surrounded by food. You know, yeah. you go to party, you go to birthdays, there's mm-hmm. cake, you go, you know, someone graduates, there's, there's more food. cake yeah. or, or goodies or, you know, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, whatever is there um, at work when we are celebrating things, there's food. I mean, yep. there's just food everywhere. The temptation is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you have to be, you know, learn how to control that in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, and I hard. think like we don't have like once you take all that food out, you have a lot of time. In your world, yeah. you have a lot of time to just sit and reflect. Yep, and you start like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. that happened. Yeah, <laughs> oh that shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you'll think back and be like, okay, yeah, the, these are some actions that I'm going to fix. The awareness heightened is insane. Mm-hmm. How much it is? Yeah, mm-hmm. of realizing what we're doing and being totally conscious of what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Like it's insane. I feel like you can feel emotions better in other people too. Like yeah. I feel like when there's tension or things like that in the room, I can feel it more than I ever did before Mm -hmm. because I'm not I'm not focused on when my next meal is because that ever present carousel of like, okay, I ate breakfast. What's for lunch? Okay, I ate lunch. What's for dinner? dinner. Like, okay, what's my snacks? What's what's my dessert? The most important question of the day Mm -hmm. Um, there. It's not there anymore because you are taking out those main because you know what it has to be yeah that's you're just like done what's for lunch protein okay proteins for what's that's for lunch. what's for dinner oh protein again yep. dinner, dinner? Yep. okay all right cool all right water <laughs> in between cool cool no no it's easy no guessing on that, that part the parts that i love that part because it was just so easy yes like and that's why i, I hate saying it because i know the whole i hate the easy way out situation because mm-hmm. i get really angry about it mm-hmm. but the only thing that was easy for me was what are you having at your next meal? Yes. It was like protein and water, protein and water. That's what I have all day long. Mm-hmm. And it yep. was so easy. Yep. Yeah. What was your surgeon's name? Oh, yeah. Dr. Ravi Alapati. Oh, Alapati. Okay. Yeah. All right. You have to send us his information because I like the fact he's making his nurses. <laughs> yeah. I know. Do a liquid diet. Yeah. Oh, I think so it's good. good. I think everybody should do a liquid diet. Then yeah. they understand what we're going like a small sliver of what we go through on a daily right. basis. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So what was your date of surgery? It was October uh, 10th of 2018. Okay. All right. All okay. right. And what was your weight at that time? If you don't mind me asking. So my weight then uh, was 243. 243. Okay. All righty. And what was that day of going in for surgery? What did it look like? Um, 
Well, I know it was uh, it was an early morning. Um, <laughs> they always are. So I, was, I was one of the lucky ones that got to go in the morning, not have to you know wait all day. Um, he is just an amazing doctor. His staff, the team at the hospital, the nurses. He had his own floor actually, um, and I was on the floor by myself. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, yeah, so okay. I had the nurses' full attention. Um, but they were so good at keeping um, my wife informed every step mm. of the way. I mean, they called with updates, you know, to let let her know where they were, you know, how much longer. Um, whenever I came out, um, you know, it, there was no uh, no pain or anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did that. It was the... Um, like it wasn't a pain pump, but it was something with uh, before surgery, whenever they inject in like your muscles. Okay. I can't think of what it's called it's like now. a nerve blocker almost. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that really helped. Um, and like I said, the nurses there, he, you know, handpicked his nurses as to, you know, who he, how he wanted that floor to be ran. Nice. And they treated me like, I mean, family. I mean, it was Aww. amazing amazing experience Wow! Um, to, um, you know, get in so many laps per day and, you know, get up and walk. And okay. how long did you I, have to stay there? It was two days. Oh, two okay. days. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think the, uh, I had the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Now I think if you have a bypass, you may stay one more day. I think it depends on how you're healing and everything. And, you know, you have to have the test before you go home to make sure there's no leaks and awesome. And, all of that. Yes. Wow. He uh, sounds very proactive and very detailed. Very mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm seeing why he's getting this excellence yeah, criteria on him. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's changed because 2018, so you're four, almost four years out. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So I wonder if it's changed at all because of the, the number of days or, but no, you were almost seven and you stayed only one day, right? Yeah, I only so it just day. depends on the surgeon then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's what their personal Interesting. preference. Interesting. But he sounds very detailed oriented. So he's like, I'm not letting them leave until I'm comfortable with letting them leave. Yeah. Not when they want to leave. <laughs> yep. Because yeah. we right. want to leave immediately. Because <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we got what we wanted. You know, I have no urge to leave until they tell me to. I've never had that. Like, I need to go home. Nope. Do your thing. <laughs> You're like, I got a bed. I got a TV. I'm good. I'm good. Like, <laughs> this is like, if I have any any excuse to not be working, this is one I can put on the books. This is for reals. I'm in a hospital room. You it's, can't make me work. It's not a fake That's surgery. Right. It's not fake. Not fake. It's yeah, not fake, so guys. I'm staying here. As long as they need me to. <laughs> <laughs> so you walked the halls. Yes, we uh, walked the halls. Um, I had, you know, several tests that we had to do. Of course, mm-hmm. breathing and... Um, and then the, the, well, I already said walking and the nurses, you know, they came in often to, you know, make sure that we were comfortable. And, um, so, I mean, I have nothing but positive things to say about my experience in the hospital. Did you even have gas pain? Oh, yes. I definitely had like in your, um, your upper shoulder. Okay. Just walking and, you know, that, that really helped. So that was probably the worst part of it was just the gasping. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty, it's typical. Super normal. Yeah. yeah, Jill reminded me, I came out of surgery burping. Oh. And continued to have very loud burps and, you know, around, um, you know, the whole time, really. (laughs) I still can't burp properly. 
No? No, like I don't have like loud burps anymore. Oh. Like mine are all like the gurgles. Oh. I don't know. No, I can, I can burp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. There's sometimes I'm like, come on, just burp. Like, you know you feel better. Oh, totally. Yeah, I can still burp. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I can't. sucks. Yeah, I like the feeling sometimes. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. Thanks. I think whenever I get, like, if, if I get a little too full mm-hmm. or if my stomach decides it's not going to agree, that's when the burping really starts going. Oh. Yeah. That isn't, sense. isn't that another funny thing is you become more in tuned with your body? Yeah. Of, like, oh. what things mean? Yes, the sounds of my stomach also forever change with surgery. I mean, right? you can hear oh, so much going on in there <laughs> oh i if i eat uh any like dense carbs so like dense bread or anything my stomach goes nuts and it's the weirdest thing like if i have pizza with a thick crust mm-hmm. oh you can hear that thing across the room <laughs> i'm like pouchy come on it's trying it to down. it's all like i'm trying to like clean it, it. i don't i'm like do i need to run to the bathroom mm-hmm. at this point because oh, i yeah. don't know what's going to happen next <laughs> At the like when it first started, mm-hmm. now I know he's just he's just talking. So he's just talking. Yeah, he's just talking. Your pouch away. is a he. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, my pouch is a he. Oh, I had no idea. It's pouchy. Yeah. Do you it's, have your pouch named? Did yeah, you mine's say pouchy? Okay. Uh, yeah. I I do not. I've yeah. not no. named it. Did you name yours? I no, I haven't. But I know a lot of people that have. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. feel like it's better. I can. I'm on a first name basis with my pouch yeah. and. Like, I just feel like everything gets a name. Like my my water bottle, my hydrate water bottle, its name is Karen. That's true. And you name your cars. I name my cars. My car is Marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. I have a stuffed unicorn. Uh, squirrel moment. Um, when we were at Disneyland, it's the unicorn from, well, it wasn't Disneyland. It was Universal. But the, Disney, the stuffed unicorn from Despicable Me. And I like stuffed animals because they fit really good back behind your head. So, yes. you know, how pillows like they're either like you're like this or you're too far forward. Oh, so I, yeah. I love putting a stuffed animal and I forgot to bring mine when we went to California. So I bought him. <laughs> yes, it's a him. And I now use him at my boyfriend Zach's house. And he like he has these crazy eyes, this unicorn. And I'll have to post this picture like nobody can tell Zach, though, because he would be really embarrassed. But <laughs> there he was mimicking him oh um and so i kept saying him and he's like it's a girl and i'm like no it's a boy like it's a him leave him alone and he's like then what's his name and i'm like leave eduardo alone like so now it's so it's it's eddie if you're any of the unicorn eddie eduardo like yeah it's it's pretty yeah as you're talking we have a good time (laughs) yeah sounds like it yeah i mean as you're talking i realize i don't name anything Except for my child and our pets. <laughs> yeah, I feel like life's more fun if you name everything. I mean, I might start, but yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun to like make up random names like Wally. Okay, your name's Wally now. Like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I don't I worked, know. <laughs> I worked with a teacher that named the different things in her classroom. Like her stapler had a name. She'd be like, "Go get Larry," or her, you know, pencil sharpener. It was fun. That's so, cute. Yeah. I can understand it, that. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, I've I've always been a namer, I guess. A namer. A oh namer. I like to name things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so back on topic. Yes, ma'am. Because you know we like to get off topic 100 percent Yeah, yeah. Right? Um yeah. so fast forward to um your first real meal. Oh yeah. What was what it? What was it? 
Well, my first, whenever I could start eating some soft foods, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I was craving eggs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's the, that's one meal that I really, really remember. Um, because I was so looking for it. I remember calling I'm like, can I please just have egg? <laughs> you know, not yet. You know, you got to do, you know, you have to, you know, make your progression, mm-hmm. um, you know, certain stages. But my first real meal um, was actually at my brother's wedding. Um, the um, Jill, what is it right before? <laughs> The rehearsal dinner. Okay. Oh, okay. I still still have like fog brain. Um, But at the rehearsal dinner, there was salmon and green beans. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to cut this up real small. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was excited because I could finally eat and it was going to be something good. And I think I got a little too excited. So um, ended up spending a little little time in the the restroom because the pouch did not like it. Yeah, that can happen. So that was rough. I was like, yay. And then quickly, no, no. How many weeks weeks out were you before you had that? Um, It was November 3rd. I think it was his wedding. And Mm -hmm. then I had it on it was October. I think it was the eighth. That's not the tenth. Okay. Yeah. So you were you so. were pretty far out. Yeah. That's a good time. Yeah. yeah. It's just your pouch just did not like just, the salmon. Nope. Mm. They didn't at that time. No. Yeah. But that's changed now. You can eat salmon. Yeah. Just fine. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, it's good, good. funny because some things I'll eat just fine. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the, some dairy. You know, doesn't agree. Sometimes it will. Okay. So it just is random. I don't know why, but yeah. um, I waited because he recommends waiting for the dairy. Um, because some people can become dairy intolerant, yeah. uh, you know, after surgery, mm-hmm. but yeah, it can be just, you know, depending on the day as to how I'm going to react. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would legit die if I was lactose intolerant after I know I live on cheese. Yeah. Like don't take my cheese. Don't take my You can cheese. take anything else. That is lactose, but my cheese stays. I notice I get gassy with butter. Butter. Happens butter. all the time. This is what happens on the show. Melody says something like, <laughs> "I butter makes me gassy. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Because that's dairy. What the fuck, Mel? Like, yeah. that's, that's really kind of odd. I was like, I was nervous about dairy, but the only thing I got that was a problem was the butter part. That's so odd. Yeah. So like, it sucks like shrimp scampi from Red Lobster and it's in that buttery garlic. It's so fucking good, but it's like... (laughs) (laughs) I am gassy. I'm going to enjoy my butter tonight. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gassy. It's It's like like, when guys eat eggs. (laughs) Yeah, some guys get real gassy with eggs. Yeah. 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 My ex would eat eggs and then I'd be like... Like, yeah, I was nasty. I'm like, oh my God, I was listening to this podcast and he finally stopped eating eggs. And he's like, that's what it was. It was the eggs. It was making me gassy. So now he's like, I just did not even do it. He's like, they're all like, why did you even try that? And he's like, I don't know. I was just like, maybe it's the eggs finally for years. And he's always had eggs in the morning. Oh my God. So that's that's what it was. Like, and you're starting your day with something that makes you gassy. gassy. Yeah. Like, yeah. so all day you're dealing <laughs> with it. Like, it's not even like 
halfway through the day you have a hard boiled egg and so yeah. you just deal with it the rest of the day. No, no, the whole day. The whole day. All day. That's oh, why it's really Lord. important to listen to your body because like just if it is making you gassy, there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to be gassy, you can just not eat that food. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. Because it does drive me a little nuts with Eric because like he'll literally just be like complain that like his stomach hurts or he's gassy, but then is eating all the shit that would make you be that way. So I'm like, would right. you just stop? Come on, just stop. So well, I can tell you a teacher trick for that. So which oh. wouldn't work for many people uh, unless you're a teacher, but maybe there's some other teachers listening is when you do have gas and you're walking around the room, you quickly move. And then they blame it on whatever kid is in that area. Oh, yeah. You crop dust over in the room. Not like, the, opposite. Yeah, not the it's the kid. Huh? Oh. I remember walking through the store with my mom sometimes. And she'd be like, walk fast, walk fast, walk fast. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. It's like oh, walking as far away from her as possible. Well, mm. you can't help it sometimes. And Jill, you know, will be out somewhere. She'll be like, oh, my God, did you just do that? I'm like, yes, go walk. <laughs> move, move, move. <laughs> We've been told by several doctors that if you have to burp or fart, just do it. Do not hold it in. It's not good for you. So just let it out. Oh, my God. I want I want scientific proof on that one. Yeah, it's not good for you. I want to know what it does to you. It's true. I would like to find a poop doctor, a poop doctor. Yeah, I'm sure I could. Okay, I'm putting you on it. You're putting me on the poop doctor. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Because I want to know. I want to know what happens. Well, speaking of poops, why well, was the first one for you? Because we know ours was like annoying. Well, he um, says he's a big, you know, advocate for Miralax. Okay. You know, okay. Everybody, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they send you home, you know, they tell you before, have it at home mm-hmm. yeah. to help you. Mm-hmm. So I actually, you know, I, I did that consistently and you know that helped us so i didn't have an issue with oh good with good yeah, anytime I know there's issues bad. yeah anytime there is where i'm like oh my gosh something doesn't feel right then i'll just get out that miralax <laughs> there you oh, go i need to have some on hand yes I, you do yeah, yeah. I don't even in your absolutely yeah because like it's a big deal even to this day like it, it's still different because it's it really depends on like how i'm eating that day so I have to really pay attention. Mm-hmm. I need to mm-hmm. actually like watch the fiber because it's really important to have. <laughs> it is. And yeah. we're learning more and more about fiber, mm-hmm. um, about how it does keep you like if used in intermixed with protein, you have a good mm-hmm. solid protein and um, fiber intake. You're going to feel fuller longer, longer. Mm-hmm. and you're you're actually going to lose more weight because you're not. Like you're giving your body what it needs. Well, and right. you're digesting all of it too. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it, you use all the fiber and it comes out. You're mm-hmm. just like perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, counterbalance out of that mm-hmm. cheese. All that cheese, Kelly. Like yeah. that oh cheese. God. What is your favorite food now that you're you know because you're pretty far out now? So what have you kind of leaned towards? So my favorite pre-surgery, I think I could live on pizza. Like my child, he loves pizza. Um, now I like, I could, I thought, you know, there's no way I'm going to be able to live without pizza. Right. I mean, I just, that was my thing. I was like, there's no way I'm, I'm going to, you know, not, I don't know. It was just in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but now my favorite is actually, um, roast, Ooh. I love, like roast in the crock pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like my flavors 
are, I just savor my food more Mm -hmm. and, um, my body, I think the more good things you put in it, those things are what I crave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I don't have the sugary things or, you know, the snacks that, you know, I used to eat, Mm -hmm. my body doesn't really crave it until I say, okay, I'm, you know, I just want to have something. And my thing, which I think, you know, Jill really helped me with as well is I could have a bite of something that she had. Like if I, there was a dessert, I could have one bite. Yeah. That was, that was our thing. It was like, can I have a bite? Can I have a bite? Yeah. And, you know, she get kind of frustrated at first. Um, but now it's just like, here, you want a bite? Yeah, uh, that's cute. I like so it. So that, that really helped me, you know, to know, you know, I don't get, um, 10 donuts or 12 donuts or eat a whole bag and, you know, at one time, but I could have a bite of hers. So that's cool. That's actually what got me to try more foods was like Mm -hmm. asking people like, can I have a bite? (laughs) So if we went out in a big group, I would be like, can I have bites of your guys's food? I wanna, All of the I'd food. like to try it because, oh, yeah. like, by the time I tried like two or three, I'm full. Yeah, and then, I did, and then all I bought was a salad, like a cheap date. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, I was going to say I'm a cheap date now for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just you know share, and like you said, um, you know, with trying new things, whenever we would go out with friends, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I may not order something, and I'd be like, can I have a bite of yours and a bite of yours and a bite of yours? And yeah, and yeah. And you've tried new things. And that's yes. how I found some things, you know, that I, I did like that I didn't necessarily even try before. 100%. I think uh, it also, like it just, it, it expands your palate mm-hmm. because yes. you're not just stuck on the same foods over and over again because you never know, like what's going to sit well and what's not. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you're constantly kind of shifting and moving things around with how you're cooking. And so I definitely, my palate expanded and I had a, a really good palate. Like I ate a lot of things that people, most people would never touch. Um, I've had frog legs. I've had, um, what was the other weird thing I've had? I have had gator. (laughs) I had gator. Gator's good. Yeah, I love Gator. Gator is good. I've had it too now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was actually sitting at dinner or at lunch today with my nieces and I was like, you guys need to try this. And yeah. they're like, oh, no. And I'm like, just try a bite. You never yeah. know. Like it was it's freaking true. cheese curds. Like, oh my goodness. They're they, going to love it. They, oh no. They hated it. Oh, well, good for they them, hated I guess. It. And the guy um, from across the table heard them like, oh, uh, and he's like, what kid doesn't like cheese curds? It's cheese curds. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I, I, they're, they're not blood related. Like, like they're not really mine, <laughs> yeah. but um, I they're love mine, them. But they're not mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, they ended up liking it. They don't like ranch, which I also find is really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they had like ranch sauce over the top of the cheese curds. Oh, yeah. So they're just like, I'm double whammy for them. For them. Yeah. For they me, were, it's like, give me more. Well, but then once <laughs> I said it's like mozzarella sticks, they were like, oh, yeah. But they wouldn't even try my taquitos. No. No. Oh, my goodness. No. That's so funny. They were like, giving me that face. And I was like, just try the damn food. Yeah. Just try it. You don't know if you don't like it unless you try it. So yes. just do it. Yes. That's all right. Yeah. So tell us, um, so when did you start the, or when did you start becoming a part of the Facebook group that you run? So that started right after my surgery. Um, 
well, not right after, but whenever I was out and about at the support group meetings, mm-hmm. we were talking about, you know, we really want to have a way besides just that meeting once a month mm-hmm. um, that we could interact with, uh, you know, other people that have gone through the process and mm-hmm. just talk to them about, you know, how they're doing, what are they eating, yeah. sharing recipes, sharing ideas for that liquid mm-hmm. diet, you know, ways to get something different. Mm. Um, I'm a creature of habit. So I kind of stuck to the same thing, you know, the same broth and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're like, I'm tired of this. I need more. And so that we were sharing those things and sharing our experiences, with, which I think is so important because mm-hmm. like I said, not a lot of people knew about the surgery, yeah. uh, you know, in our town and, um, just having someone that you could, talk to that understood, you know, what you were going through. Mm -hmm. And once more people found out about it, then they were like, Oh my gosh, please add me, you know, make me a part of this. I I need the support, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to keep myself accountable also. Yeah. Yeah, That accountability is so big. big. It's, it's so important in your life after surgery because you just, you need to know that you have somebody to fall back on when times get rough mm-hmm. and yes. they will get rough like one time or another they will get hard because they i mean they're bound to it's not easy this is this right. life nothing about this journey is easy yeah well and that's why it's so hard i think when people say it's you're taking the easy way out because there's nothing easy about mm-hmm. this whole process yeah no. the person that began that saying Obviously, never had surgery. He's a fucking moron. Well, yeah, yeah, he's definitely a fucking moron. I would love to meet whoever coined that. I need to find the origin of that fucking thing. There's a bunch of people that would like to have a conversation. Seriously, if I find him, I'll let y'all know. Because you know it's a, it's a <laughs> home address. I'm gonna be totally people. rude right now. I know it's. A, I know it's a dude. I know it's a dude, man. Well, I have a feeling it's a dude. I don't know. I feel like it's some Karen out there. And I mean, I, it could I, be. If your name's women Karen, are, are hard on other women. They so are brutal. They are. Speaking of, have you had any like trolls or really bad comments in your Facebook group? Not in the group because we do keep it um, to his patients right now. Okay. Um. So really, we're trying to be supportive. Now there have been people that have asked. Um, you know, can I just cheat in this way or mm-hmm. can I just have this? And you're know, kind of wanting someone that's been through it to say it's okay because yeah. they're wanting someone to back them up. We're right. doing something they know they shouldn't. Yep. Mm-hmm. They want validation. But, um, right. Um, and that, um, you know, has happened several times, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but not, uh, not necessarily to my face. Have I had anybody say, uh, you know, anything negative. It's just usually on social media. Yeah. Okay. And not in your okay. guys' Facebook group, it sounds like. Right. Not yeah. in, in the group. Okay. That's good. And have you had anything? So you said um, on social media, you've had some not nice comments. Yes. And and like, I mean, it's just, you know, the Karen, the Karens, you know, okay. the easy way out or, um, you know, just something I mean, people, I think, are trying to look for, you know, critical things, whether it's, you know, the I feel and I don't it could totally be me. But like when you're grocery shopping, you feel like people are looking at like what's in your card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just weird things like that that may just be, you know, me. 
I'm the weird one yeah. that I like to look at what's in other people's cards. Kelly does. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm just interested, genuinely interested in what they're putting in their card. Like, right. And then I'm like, hmm. are you on a, are you starting a diet? Because it's all veg- vegetables in there. Where's mm-hmm. your protein? Where's your protein? And now, I I mean, I, I'm not judging you. I just like to know what you're doing with what's in your card. Like, <laughs> right. my favorite well, show you. growing up was Supermarket Sweep. Oh, that oh, makes yeah. sense. That yeah, sense. I, I wanted to do that that sprint through the store oh, to grab yeah. all of the things. I'm just interested in what's in your cart. You're hilarious. I don't think I've ever shared that on here. No, so you there you go. No, there you go. Okay. There's a first. <laughs> so no, the Facebook group has been um, really good for, great. you know, for support, supporting each other. Um, a lot of people, uh, they are kind of scared, you know, to call the doctor over, you know, any little thing. So mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be like, hey, I'm feeling this. You know, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so just really encouraging people to use their resources. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we have a nutritionist and we have, you know, the nurse and the doctor and they've, you know, since built, uh, you know, even more, you know, some nurse practitioners and other people. Uh, because it is growing. And um, I think that's important for us to use our resources mm-hmm. uh, because they are the professionals. And that was kind of tough uh, being the admin at first because they were coming to me with some medical questions. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, so uh, just encouraging them to, you know, reach out to the proper people and not, you know, I, I'm not there for medical advice. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, just here to, you know, help support you, you know, when, when you need that. So, yeah, yeah. I think we get a lot of those questions, too. And most of the time we say, like, you need to talk to your surgeon. Like, because most of the time, if you're coming like and some of it's sometimes small, they'll be like, you know, did you guys burp a lot after surgery or something? Then it's like, okay, yeah, like that's. But then if you're having like massive pain Mm -hmm. or you're not you're throwing up everything you're eating or you know you're only at 16 ounces of water a day like you should probably reach out that's why they're there yeah that's that's why you have a surgery team like it's they they can answer those questions because they see it more on a daily basis yeah and they're medical professionals they're the experts they They are the experts experts in the medical field yeah and they wanted to do this job so like Mm -hmm. don't think that you're bugging them because we talk to them all the time and they're like i really wish people would stop thinking that they're bugging us like that that's their biggest pet peeve Mm -hmm. it's like ask us the questions we want to know what's Mm -hmm. going on with you dr burke at all actually was the one that said it Mm -hmm. he was like i you know i'm there i'm there to answer your questions that's yeah. a part of the the commitment that i make to you when i s- take you on as a patient yeah is to answer those questions until you no longer need that that guidance right, right. but you know none of us had ever has ever gone through this before yeah so we ha- will naturally have questions mm-hmm. and it's okay to ask those questions yes. so yeah well, um, and even in our office, uh, Jill, Jill even called, uh, called them and was like, she's doing this, you know, is this okay? And they, you know, they even talked to her and helped her through, no. you know, just reassuring her that, you know, it's okay. Yeah. You know, I think I, I, you know, went through a little bit of depression, um, mm. you know, because I, I was addicted to food mm-hmm. um, and, you know, you're always, you know, addicted. You mm-hmm. just have to, you know, take the correct steps. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think there was a little, you know, depression with. Is just, there an uh, episode that me. rings a bell that you can remember that you remember? 
Uh, well, that one I know was um, whenever I was just starting to eat, eat new foods. Mm-hmm. And um, I think realizing that this is forever and, you know, what I did, and even though it was for me and I knew it was the best thing for me, it's just, you know, once your mind catches up with everything that's going on, mm-hmm. um, then you kind of dwell on those things mm-hmm. in your head. And mm-hmm. so that was, uh, you know, did cause some depression, just the realization that, um, you know, life was going to change forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I knew that, but my mind really realizing that this is a forever lifestyle change mm-hmm. um, was definitely one. Another one was not seeing myself in the mirror, okay. you know, not seeing the difference in mm-hmm. the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, other people could see and, you know, but I still kind of, and I, I know I've heard it called like fat brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or body dysmorphia. Yeah. Yes. Body dysmorphia. And um, just, um, the mind, mind over matter. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really when you're going through the journey and your body is changing so rapidly, your brain doesn't have a chance to catch up with it. And it's really hard to see it. Like even I have sometimes where it's the opposite where I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, girl, you're getting fat. And I try to hold that like there sometimes that thought just slips right through. And then I'm like, no, because I'm still smaller. Like I'm still smaller, but I don't see it. Like there's some days I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm right back where I was. I'm, that's it. I gained 150 pounds overnight. I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, 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 no. Just and it's brain. just your brain. It's just your brain. Right. And that's, I and think that's one of the hardest parts of it. Yeah. I try to tell people, I know, I, I think I've heard you guys too say pictures are so important mm-hmm. throughout this process because mm-hmm. when you're at those points where you're like, good Lord, you know, I'm, you know, I don't feel good or I don't look good or I don't think I do. Mm-hmm. You put those side by side pictures of your before and after and see how far you've come. Mm-hmm. And that the pictures do not lie. No. And no. I know a lot of people, they, you know, uh, they're probably like me, you know, you want to be put everybody in front of you in a picture so that they can't see your, your body. You know, they can see your face, but not your body. Right. Um, but actually take a picture of yourself and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, use that throughout the process. Mm-hmm. Because when you can't see that in the mirror, you can see it in pictures. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Pictures are so important. I wish I had taken and I already took a lot of photos, but I didn't take a whole lot of like head to toe photos. Like I had right. a lot of selfies where I thought going up with the camera worked. It did not, people. It did not help. It doesn't. It does we not know help. what's going on. We know that my face, it, I thought my face was round. I thought my face was round for years. I was like, yeah, I have a round fat face. Like, that's just what it is. <laughs> no, 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 girl. No. That was weight on that's, your face. That's weight. That yeah. is pure right. weight on your face right now. I regret videos. Yes, that too. I think everybody needs to do some more videos. Mm-hmm. Just okay. do, I would say, like, right before surgery, that last, before you do your uh, liquid diet, mm-hmm. I would say, like, get in front of a freaking camera mm-hmm. for, like, 20 minutes and just do random things in front of it if you don't have any of the prior stuff. Yeah. Like, just do that at least. Do, like, a couple mm-hmm. different things because it's insane to watch what it looks like when you do it again. Because you get, like, like I would suggest, too, like, a full, like, 180 or 360 mm-hmm. or whatever. Because when you see the back part of you, 
like oh, yeah. the first time and you're like oh that's my back like that actually looks normal you're like oh shit yeah but it's hard <laughs> to see in the beginning because your brain just can't catch up but if you have the videos For sure. oh my god it goes a long way yeah no so, i wish that i had taken more videos videos um i was one of the ones that i took photos throughout my entire journey so every it was every month i took another set of photos and i took a photo starting my liquid diet and then on the the last day before surgery yeah and i'm so grateful for those photos and i'm so grateful that i did some photos in just my sports bra because you know i had all black i had all black so there's sometimes where you're like yeah i can see it but i you can't really tell the difference and then you see the sports bra next to what you are now and you're just like oh cool 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 like that that redirected my brain real quick <laughs> yeah, i did that with the um the sports bra too and yeah. pants and uh from different angles and i would okay. share that too awesome Good. awesome um have you done what was your i don't know if you worked out did you do any workouts after surgery like when did you start if you did um i did i did um a lot of walking okay and uh, riding bikes, but walking nice. was my favorite, just getting out. Um, I mean, I found that, you know, I enjoyed it Yeah. Uh, you know, now that I could go longer. And then I would walk and, you know, try to jog a little bit and walk and kind of jog. Um, and then now I'm doing, just because I felt like I needed something different. Yeah. Um, I'm trying the beach body oh. um, just because there's so many different workouts. I think at Christmas they had like a half off and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. My sister-in-law is a nurse practitioner. Okay. And, uh, she does, uh, uses the the programs as well. So she's like, just, you know, you need to just try the other, you know, there's so much on there and there, there really is. So I'm doing that right now. Perfect. I like that. Yeah. Anything that gets you moving. Mm-hmm. I'm all yeah. for mm-hmm. figure it out. There's so many different programs that you can do that mm-hmm. will help you. Mm-hmm. You just need an hour a day. Really. It's like, you know, how we tell the kids like for they had recess, you know, like they would go mm-hmm. play for an hour. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Like the whole play 60. Like well, we need I don't it. I think it was an hour. Was no, it? they got 30 minute recess. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I yeah. don't think it was that long. Yeah. I think we would have enjoyed that. No, much. but if you got like, I would get gym for almost an hour and then you would get you know, 30 minute recess. So you're moving, you're yeah. moving. You are, you know, you are, we tell definitely. kids all the time they need to do the 60 minutes. Like mm-hmm. actually adults do too. <laughs> like yeah. It's not, it's um, not just for kids. It's yeah. for everyone. Like we That's all right. need it. So in between my classes, um, I'm in, I teach in library now. Um, mm. I was in the kindergarten classroom for 10 years, but it's been about seven years in the library. And so at the end of each class, I will try Well, and I don't do it all the time, but whenever I first had the surgery and came back to work, um, I would do, you know, little five minute things with them. Okay. Oh, very cool. each class. So, you know, by the end of the day, I'd done, you know, uh, you know, some exercise all yeah. throughout. The day. Oh, perfect. Which is great to keep your buddy, your, your buddy, your body <laughs> moving. Your buddy. <laughs> your buddy. <laughs> it is your buddy. Your body should be your buddy. <laughs> that's there right. You go. Oh my the buddy body. <laughs> that's a, that's a you should just me. back out, back, back away out slowly right now. now. Yeah, slowly. Just, just back right, out. Yeah, that, that, that one did not <laughs> land. We're going to go to NSVs. <laughs> yes, there we go. What are some of your favorite NSVs? Um, let me see. I know, of course, uh, I mean, 
I did not have the, um, weight problem when I was younger, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, as I got older, just being able to, you know, get up from the floor and, um, not feel like my, uh, pants are like suction to your waist. And, um, yeah, that's a good one. Yep. Yeah. Being able to breathe, um, crossing your legs again. Yeah. Um, whenever I got on a, a ride, not being, you know, scared that I was too heavy for it. Mm-hmm. Is there any yeah. new things you've tried because of surgery? Actually, there is. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on a hike to um, to a waterfall in Gatlinburg with my sister-in-law. That's actually the nurse practitioner. Oh, um, yes. And then we did zip lining, and oh. I never ever would have put myself on a rope before. Oh, there you uh, go. Above the treetops. That's right. So uh-huh. wow, yeah, that, that was, was amazing. Lovely. Yes. Oh, I, I'm so excited for you because oh, I still yeah. I want to do zip lining so bad. It is so, so fun so and so worth it. Okay, only over Fremont Street. That's what we're gonna I go do. Agreed to Fremont Street. I will not do it over the top of trees because I could see my death. I just yeah. by the time this airs, we should have done it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we're gonna so, post up if we did it that's or not. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. We have two things that we want to do in Vegas, mm-hmm. and it is the zip lining down Fremont, Fremont Street, Street and yeah. then I want to ride the roller coaster at New York, New York. Yeah. The one that oh. like goes outside and then comes back in and goes through the whole thing. Because last time I was there, which was like fourteen years ago, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, it I would not go on it. Period. Because I didn't do rides. And so now I'm like, I'm facing my fear of real roller coasters and actually really enjoy them. So I would like to do that one. And I'm scared about that one, but I will do it for you. Thank you. So I just, I won't do the one that the the stratosphere that goes out like that. It tips you out. Both of that. Not happening. When she first told me, I go, nope, nope, nope. And I was like, what? It's just like, it's just a roller coaster. And she was like, no, it like tips you out. And I'm like, no, that's stratosphere. That's not happening. That is not (laughs) on my list. Yeah, I'm we'll good. do the New York, New York one. So yeah. hopefully and, we got our NSV when this goes. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we got them. Yeah. So yeah, we there was a bridge that had a glass part that you could walk over. And <gasps> I remember so cool. my son being like, I don't want to do that part. But we did. We faced our fears and it's, it was, it was, to, yeah, That's a so lot, exciting. but it was fun. Yeah. Good. I'm so glad you got to do something like that because that's like life changing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's an experience that like no, not everybody has. So you can have that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. something really cool that I got to do and he actually got to be a part of it was we did a commercial for uh, for our doctor. And um, that's so cool. Oh, commercial. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did um, a commercial. Uh, we did it at school. So, you know, since I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. we filmed some there, some in the gym. And we also got to do some um, ads for a local magazine. And um, I got like my pictures in that. And we did some brochures and some. So that part has been so cool because I yeah. felt, you know, you feel like a celebrity. And yeah. Uh, so that's been really neat. And um, he, still to this day, whenever, you know, there's certain things that I'm doing with him and be like, mom, you know, thank you so much for doing those things for me, you know, with me. And, you know, he sees that I'm able to do so much more. And that's probably the best, one of the best parts of this. Yeah. Wow. That is so cool. Love it. I love it. Yeah. That's really cool. I, I think that's, 
That's probably my favorite non-scale victory I've mm-hmm. heard. Like just being like you're really opening yourself up to all of these different experiences. Um, yes. Because of surgery. Well, and we yeah. learned that it's super successful. Like if you can reach up to six to seven years, what's the, that statistic that seven years. Rob? Seven years. Mm-hmm. What was that statistic that he was like quoting? It was like 10 percent. Then you're like you're basically good if you yeah. can reach seven, seven years, years after and keep have kept, you know, the majority of your weight off right. because, you know, there's always that fluctuation like after your first year when you level that, out. That, that part's kind of hard, too. Oh, Whenever, yeah. How did you deal with that? So, yeah, you get down so little mm-hmm. and uh, it's like not all of us. Not yeah. all of us. Well, and I know not, not everybody, but just getting down that yeah. small and then mm-hmm. they always say there's a bounce back. And I, I mm-hmm. had that in my head. I was like, OK, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's going to happen. And but still, when you see that scale creeping up and, yeah. you know, it's OK, it's help, you know, it's healthy. It's going mm-hmm. to happen mm-hmm. because your body said, OK, this is my new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, you know, the in your head. It's terrifying um, because you're like, yeah. oh. That's it. Because you're scared I that, failed. that the scale is not going to stop when it goes up. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like super scary. You're like, oh, it's very scary. don't do it, don't do it, don't do yep. it. Please stop. How low did you get? I got, um, well, I guess um, I was in the 130s. Damn. Um, was was low. Uh, then I did have uh, plastic surgery. Um, I had a 360 body lift. Oh, very cool. I, Yes, a gluteal augmentation and a thigh lift at the same time. Damn. Ooh, how'd that go? Yeah. Uh, not good. Yeah. Ah! Oh, no. Yeah. That's my wife. That's okay. my wife coming in there. Um, so, yeah, one, where did you good. Where did you go and what happened? So I went to Nashville. Okay. Um, and then his name was Dr. Robbins. And um, I think the people that I talked to about this surgery before, I just don't feel like everybody was very um, forthcoming with honest. Yeah. What are honest with what it really was going to be like. Um, And I did have a friend before she was like, you know, I just really don't think you should do that all at one time. Mm. And I was like, well, the doctors here, you know, they don't do it because they don't know how to like, they didn't go and train. Like he does this all the time. He Mm -hmm. does this every day. Mm-hmm. And you really have to do a lot of research mm-hmm. if you are going to, you know, have plastic surgery, make sure they're board certified mm-hmm. and talk to, you know, other people that have had it and, you know, gone through him and, uh, or if you're a surgeon, um, and I felt like I was prepared, but there was nothing that could prepare me for what I went through. And I did have, um, some complications. So okay. that made it worse because mm-hmm. I did like, I started having hallucinations from the pain meds I was on and, um, I lost a lot of blood. Okay. Um, so there were some things that added to that experience mm-hmm. to make it a little more of a, a negative. Um, but, but that was because no, of the, hold on. No. What, what did Jill say? Emotional. Yeah. Oh, emotional damage. damage. Oh, from because of the surgery because of plastics well, well for her i mean she was caring for me i mean mm, i'm watching her she was wiping my ass you know yeah. uh, i mean having to wash me and take you know put me in and out of these um the, the finders and, and yes that wow. felt like you know i mean this i felt like that was all this kind of holding me together yeah. um because you're cut all the way around 
mm. and her seeing me in pain. Um, and, and she did have a support system to, you know, here in our neighborhood to help, you know, everybody kind of joined in to help all of us. I like uh, or else I don't know how we would have made it. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, people came and helped with get Braden out of the house because, you know, I was in, in the bed. It's, you know, uh, four to six weeks of uh, major healing. You know, you're you're walking like, you know, with a walker, um, you know, hunched over. And um, I couldn't sit for two weeks because I had the gluteal augmentation. So I was just going like from side to side. So you I had a 360 and the butt at the same time. And the thighs. And the thighs, yes. Oh, that's why. So the reason, though, that yeah. I did the gluteal augmentation is because they say there's a, there's a flap of um, kind of, of fat in the back, your lower back, that they either throw away or they can mold, like take part of it downward and mold into a bottom. Okay. And I never had a bottom, so I opted for that. Um, so that just kind of added time to yeah. the surgery. Mm. Uh but for me, the thighs were nothing because of my 360. Mm. You mean so, that they, you mean your thighs didn't hurt? Well, no, not really. Because okay. I think my pain was so centered on my midsection. Yeah. That I, I could feel um, kind of like lightning bolts of, of pain uh, around the incisions of Ooh. my thighs. But I think it was just the pain in my midsection yeah. is. Wow. How long were you in like massive pain? Well, it's hard because it's not massive pain because you're on painkiller. Yeah. So and I came home with a pain pump, but it's wow. what does it just emotionally and mm -hmm. physically, you know, is so draining. Draining. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because how uh, long does it take for you to heal from something like that? Four to six weeks. Yeah, it was about four to six weeks. Um, and I was still like, she would, you know, kind of roll me around in a wheelchair to get me outside and get sun. And um, it was a long, long process. Yeah. That so surgery, surgery support for plastic surgery is not for the faint of heart. Absolutely not. And I think more people need to, to talk about that and to be prepared their, their spouses or mm -hmm. their caregiver or whoever is going to be there. Like you have to have someone if you're having a major surgery like that. Wow. Well, and, wow. well, and the listening to you talk about yeah. Jill, like I can totally sympathize with her. Cause like watching my husband go through his back pains and him, like the first time I watched him like grip the, uh, our porcelain sink and he was crying in pain and then could not move. Like there's yes. nothing he, he could not physically move. I couldn't move him either. Like anytime we touched him, he would be in pain. I was like, right. holy shit. And then I didn't mm -hmm. realize like days later that affected me. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that did some damage. Like, yeah. We need to deal with that because I was like, that is not something I, I never like I thought I, I knew I would probably sit eventually just because of when you grow old together. But mm -hmm. like, I'm like, this is too soon. <laughs> too soon. Wasn't ready. Yeah. Wasn't properly ready for that. And it can do like if you don't talk to your partner about that, because I instantly talked to him about a few days later. I was like, hey, just FYI, like, obviously you're in pain that you were first. But just understand like that does affect us and we need to get you better. <laughs> like, yeah. how do we get you better? Mm -hmm. So well, and it's probably hard for you, Amber, because you like you opted for it. Yeah. Like, yes. 
this was not like you you hurt your back at work like mm-hmm. you you opted no, to I did this to myself right also. yeah <laughs> and so it was probably hard on you emotionally too because you're like why did i do this yeah yes. type of thing i did go through the what in the hell did i do mm-hmm. um i went through it first yeah <laughs> oh what the hell did you yeah. do amber yeah <laughs> oh, okay. yeah yeah lord because she said you know there's many times you know she would go in the other room and and just cry you know because she you know you don't know what to do or you know how to help there's nothing you know that you can do it's just you know i had to deal with what i had done yeah well and you don't want to see your significant other in pain no like especially take on their pain i mean she took on my pain yeah you know she's a uh, an empath, an empath, you know, very, yeah. very empathetic to others, and she yeah. takes, she took it on. She wants oh. to say something. I oh, yeah, yeah, I could feel yeah. it. What do you want to say, Jill? I can I feel Jill say, there. Yeah, I'm not getting in the camera, but now I say, um, I built a life. So anytime she's like, I'm gonna go to Target, and I'm like, No, bitch, I built a life. You've got enough money right here on your body. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Instead of build a bear, she built a wife. Yeah, I love it. Uh-huh. I think that's uh-huh. amazing. Oh yeah. my goodness. And I also had the breast uh, breast lift and augmentation. See, as I wasn't playing. Well. I built Holy shit. Whoa. Holy shit. You did a lot, you girlfriend. Went all in. All in. Yeah. So I did um that in December, that same year, December 2020. How was that compared? Okay. So that wasn't together. No. Okay. No. No. Oof. No. That was different. It's like, um, damn, man. And my, they were just like little pathetic little, little flatbacks, right. and I never really had anything, anyways. Um, but especially once I lost all the weight, they were just inflated little, little things. Yeah. And um, I, it was kind of funny because on Amazon you can buy little inserts. <laughs> And so before I had my surgery, I bought those. Uh, it was supposed to be similar to my size. Okay. And they're like little chicken, chicken cutlets you put inside your bra. And I wore them every day just to see, you know, like what it would be like until, until surgery. So. And, and how did it feel? Yeah. Well, you did well, surgery. Once, once I finally had surgery, actually, it was like a breeze. Okay. Compared to, to what I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was, that was super easy i didn't have to sleep in the in the chair uh for a while just because i didn't want to lean back but um that was nothing compared to what i went through wow wow i can't oh i was just excited like i would just i'd look in the mirror like i'd look down like these are mine (laughs) (laughs) how big did you go i just did um i think it was 350 cc's so i was like myself probably an a and now i'm a c oh cool yeah not not too bad no yeah probably fits your frame i I did more for my body type that works you know with my doctor um and he asked me you know what what i wanted you know what i envisioned for myself Mm -hmm. and you know we did the try on and and all of that so i I knew what i wanted i didn't want it to be fake did you go to the same surgeon for both no i did so the first one I did in Nashville and that was okay. a two hour drive. So oh. I had to, you know, ride home after I had my body lift. Mm-hmm. I rode home two hours in the back of a truck laying down with uh, two. Well, not in the, uh, in the back. Not the <laughs> You're in the back all drugged up. You're like, what? <laughs> in the back seat of the truck. With, Got it. Um, like my best friend was back there. And then I had another friend with me for Jill, her to have some help. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, we drove home and then we would have to drive two hours for every visit. So I have a doctor here that um, is is the boob man of our town. Okay. And several friends have gone. Uh, his name's Dr. Eds. And he just did a phenomenal job. And he okay. is he's very similar to my bariatric doctor with like a list of what you need to do, you know, everything step by step. And, uh, you know, you check off those boxes and it was a smooth surgery. Jill definitely liked that much better. I <laughs> bet, I bet. I, bet. I have mm-hmm. only seen photos of 360s done mm-hmm. and I didn't even think of like the fact that you are legit like split in half. Yeah. Yes. Like it's scary. That's a scary thought to yeah. me. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I well, go back and forth about surgery, like yeah. about plastics. Like there'll be some days where I'm like, nope, I'm doing it. This is just what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then there's other days or stories like yours. And I'm like, ew, let's let's yeah. let's put that in the back pocket for right now. You're so because, funny. Yeah. I go back and forth all the time. Yes. Every interview. Help. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, reach out, you know, through the support group also. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, just ask, you know, hey, I'm thinking about having this done. And mm. and I had people that I felt like weren't honest with me at first. Mm. And, you know, I tell them I, I would do it again, yeah. but I would do it differently. Yeah. Uh, but I would do it again. Okay. So, um, but I did have one lady. She was like, okay, seriously, I'm, I'm starting to doubt this. You know, I need you to be super, super honest. Mm. And I just, you know, I laid out the good, bad and ugly. And um, she, she was glad that I did. Did she end up doing it? She did end up doing Yay. it and she, she, I think said the same thing I did. She was like, I just don't think everybody was really that, you know, honest with how everything was going to feel. Mm. And, um, you know, cause I think some people, they just say the part of, yes, I do it again. And so mm. you think, oh, it must be, you know, must've been fabulous. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it doesn't mean it was fabulous going through it, you mm-hmm. know, but I would do it again because you know, that's, um, you know, something I wanted to do for myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the healing was totally fine and everything like that though. Like it healed up yes. good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Good. Good. Um, what was the, Oh, I totally had it. I was going to ask I you about done the, that in a while. The nipple. Did they have to remove your nipple? So they, they cut around it mm-hmm. in okay. this particular one because I was so low. They had to raise it up a bunch. Okay. So it goes around your nipple and then it's like an anchor. It goes down to where your, be- your breast fold is mm-hmm. and it goes underneath your breast. So mm-hmm. I had okay. to have that kind of cut. Oh, okay. uh, do you still have sensation? Yes. Okay. It, okay. it yeah. is less on, it's less on one and then one is kind of a little uh, more height. So one has better than the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we've been told that's normal. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, we've heard that you either like lose a little or you gain a lot or you have nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've heard the same. Yeah. Yeah. So you're one of the lucky ones that still has feeling. Yeah. Cause I think that would freak me out. That is the only thing that's freaked us out about the, the the boob part. So I still want to get a tummy tuck and a boob lift. I haven't wavered. I just need money for it. (laughs) So. I mean, that's, that's the bottom and line. And GoFundMe pages. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Because, <laughs> yeah, like... There's a lot of people that actually do do that, though. Yeah, they'll get GoFundMe. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no... You do you. I just... I... I, mm, uh, I don't know. I, I just know. don't. I don't... I wouldn't do it. 
Yeah. You know? But no judgment I if you do. It either. It's, it, it, you know, it costs them. And mine was self-pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, you know, some insurances, you know, people have that will help. Like they'll do the paniculectomy mm-hmm. and then you can pay, you know, to upgrade to the tummy tuck. Mm-hmm. But um, I had a friend that she had her tummy tuck and her arms paid for through insurance. So, wow. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I mean, so there is hope. Do you mind us asking what the self-pay was like? Um, a it, lot. <laughs> a lot. I think that's was, our answer. <laughs> it was like 21000 for okay. the body lift and all that. And then it was like, was it ten for the breasts? That's not bad. Okay. All right. Build, oh, yeah. A, build a wife. That's what she build says. Build a wife. Yeah. I, like it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, that's, I mean, what you've done, that makes, that seems reasonable. Because yeah. you did a lot of surgeries. Like a lot of areas because Dr. Beta says he will not do more than three areas in one surgery. In one surgery. Mm -hmm. That's it. He has a lot. That's what I don't, I I recommend sticking to two. Yeah. After what what I've been through, I just think, you know, your body, it's it's traumatic. It's trauma to your body. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think doing the butt and the 360 and the thigh, like it's all like in one area and not being able to sit like, yeah, I just Ow. I can't imagine like just switching from side to side after I just got cut in the middle Seriously. and my thighs oh, and like, oh, well, I did have one area that popped open, um, popped a stitch, they call it like popped a stitch. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was that and my knees, the drainage I would get. I had a seroma on both of my knees, so I would have to keep going back and having them drained. Oh, my God. And then they had um, they finally just left it open and I had to um, pack it with gauze myself mm. and let it drain. And then uh, once it stopped draining so much, then I could let it close on its own. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. So that's what, that's what like my experience, you know, there are some things that don't always happen, you yeah. know, so mm-hmm. it made it a little more traumatic. Yeah. But I feel like it's important. Like you were saying, like, it's important to tell everything that happened because there are things like things like that could happen to somebody else. Yeah. Yes. You know, they could, you know, have a bad reaction to the the pain meds. They could have a bad reaction to the anesthesia. Like there are things that could happen there. But then also mm-hmm. having those like popping the stitches. That's I mean, that can happen pretty commonly Yeah, to anybody. Yeah. It is yeah. Very common. yeah. So, I mean, things like that. And I feel like I, as as somebody that's like on the fence about whether I want it or not. Those are the things I want to know because those are the things that I want to be fully prepared for if and when I choose to have it, you know, I want to know like, okay, what do I do if this happens? What do I do if Mm -hmm. this happens? I want to have all avenues figured out. Just give me a call, girl. We'll talk all about it. There you go. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Because I like to have it all every exit mapped. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's super important to be like planning. Yeah, you know, in your head. Yeah, map it, it out. It, yeah, like you said, it's so. not a low key in and out surgery. Like this is something that is a life body altering surgery. Yeah, and you have to take it seriously. You can't just jump into it. I right. think. Right. And it's the same thing with weight loss surgery. Like I don't. I honestly feel like that six month rule is important because you yeah. can't just jump into one day saying like, I'm going to have it and then jump into it and just expect everything to be totally easy and normal. Like that just doesn't, 
Yeah, that doesn't work. That doesn't vibe. have realistic expectations. Yes, that is that, very accurate. That is yes. so important, so especially important. with plastics, because I think I had a little bit of unrealistic expectations. How so? On just on what my skin would like, what I would look like. Mm. Um, I had, you know, I still have the cellulite. Mm. You know, I'm 43. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you our, do not look 43, ma'am. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you do um, not. Thank you, but just. I thought I would look different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that I wouldn't have that cellulite, that I wouldn't ha- still have some of the saddlebags, um, you know, and, and you do. And, but you look so much better, you know, yeah. and that goes back to the pictures. It's like, if I look, I do look so much better. Yeah. But um, I, I guess I think, I also think about what other people think, you know, when I'm in a bathing suit and they're like, you paid to have all that done and, you know, you still, still have, have those. Yeah. So I think some of that is, is still, you know, being your own worst critic. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, it's, it's taken a while to, you know, kind of love and appreciate that person that I see in the mirror Mm. and appreciate my body and what I have essentially what I've put it through. Right. Um, So how do you, how do you do that? How do you work on that every day? Like seeing who you are? and loving that person. I think therapy is important for mm-hmm. everyone that's going through this process. I think a support group, um, and having, I'm, I'm so blessed, um, to have a partner, uh, wife that is, <coughs> so you know, just complimentary and just reminding me, um, you know, that I am beautiful and that, you know, just, um, she does such a good job with that. Like she'll put, she put little notes around the mirror, um, you know, in my, and help my, you know, my son do it too, you know, just like, you're amazing. You can do this. And Aww. so whenever I looked in the mirror, I would see those positive affirmations. Oh, And um, I think it's a lot of reflection on yourself. Like I keep a little journal. Um, I've done that journaling a lot, um, a thankful journal, gratitude journal, mm. but also just writing down, what you're going through when you're going through it. I did a video journal for a while too, after Mm -hmm. my surgery. Um, because I think a lot of it, I've tried to block out, um, Mm -hmm. just cause it was hard. Yeah. So like you said, doing the videos, you know, like whenever Mm -hmm. I see those videos, I thought I was like killing it. I was a rock star. I was shaking and, you know, could barely stand up. And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, it was, um, it's a journey. It really is. Those and progressions just, are everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They really are. Well, Amber, we definitely appreciate you being on with us. Yes, yeah. This is so much fun. Is there I any you guys having me? You guys are so fun. Well, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Is there anything left you want to let our f- listeners know? Is there any tips or tricks that you wanted to let them know that helped you? Um, just to, you know, be true to yourself mm-hmm. and um you'll really take some time to reflect on the choices that you've made and, um, that, you know, things aren't going to happen overnight. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we spent years doing this to our bodies, Mm. um, you know, that it's okay. It is going to take time, um, you know, take time for yourself to celebrate those little victories along the way, Mm -hmm. because you're going to have stalls. You're going to have times that you are not, you know, happy with yourself. 
uh, you know, little setbacks along the way. Um, but just keep that, your why in mind. And, um, you know, I think that you can be successful and have that support system. Love All it. Right. I, I love, love it. it. All right. Thank you so much, Amber, Thank for you. taking the Thank time you. and being on here. Thank you, Jill, for your commentary in between. Yes, that is perfect. Jill. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think the new coin term of build a wife is perfect. Yes. So we are now going to turn all build a bears into build a wife centers. <laughs> so, oh yes. my gosh. All right. Um, we love you guys. And, and we, we will see, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. He does. Thanks for listening to Our Sleeve Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. <laughs>